welcome in to the UFC Fight Cards Podcast, presented by Orange Fire Media. I'm Les Renault. So, uh, we'll recap what we hit the last couple of weeks. We'll show you the big hits from last week, and then we'll get into um, talking about the fights and everything else that goes along with this show. We are your family-friendly UFC podcast because uh, with, with being the hobby one, you know, youngsters get involved in the hobby just like, you know, we did as kids and have a place to come and, and ask questions, uh, what the best way to go about collecting is and just a, a good space to, to come in. Don't have to hear uh, some of the rougher language that, that goes along with, with UFC uh, podcasts. So we just kind of keep it clean, family friendly for the kids that are getting into the hobby and you know, just kind of make it a little bit different here on this show. So let's get right down to it. Let's go ahead and let's talk about UFC 289 from last night. What we do is we talk about the most recent fight. We'll talk about the the major fights that are that are coming up on the UFC schedule, and then we'll get into the card segment of our show. So the one thing I do want to say from the top of the show is I do apologize. Not my fault, though. Uh, Panini is a day late on uh, that release of the 2023 Donruss. So we are not going to have that in on time. So I'm going to get that on Tuesday. So we will definitely have it for next week unless something goes wrong between here and there. So we're just going to be opening one box of Prism tonight. And then next week we'll open a box of Don Russ and a box of Prism. So we'll have four boxes of Prism left over for some time later. And we'll open the, the 10 boxes of Don Russ that we have. So I do apologize for not coming through, but really not a whole lot I could do about it. So uh, bear with me, and and we'll just we're gonna open it all at some point anyway. So what does it really matter? Um, but no, I wish I could have come through. It would have been a lot of fun. But we'll just save all that fun for next week, and we'll open a box of each, and we'll keep this one kind of short tonight, I guess, with with just the one box. We don't even have a a retail box this week. Just the the one hobby. I'm not going to, I just put the other one up there for looks. So we're just going to do the one tonight and we'll talk about UFC 289 right now. So if you watched the fights last night, which I watched the main card. Uh, so uh, we'd start off with the women's bantamweight championship title defense for Amanda Nunes. And she was taking on fifth ranked Irene Aldana. And leading up to the fight, a lot of people thought this was going to be a test for Nunes, uh, somebody a little bit longer stronger uh could have some some knockout power and you know kind of be a test for Nunez uh somebody uh unlike you know Juliana Pena would would stand there and and take shots but she couldn't deliver the way that Aldana should have been able to you know from what we've seen before but this fight was just weird man it was just weird Aldana didn't do much of anything and it got him one the one good shot in the first round, didn't follow up on it, never threw it again. And so it was just a dominant performance by Nunez, um, which it wasn't all that impressive. I mean, to be honest, it was just a terrible game plan by Aldana. It's your title shot. You go out there and you be aggressive, and it, you make something happen. You've seen your teammates do it, your country, your fellow country people go out and do it this year. And that's all we heard leading up to the fight. And that's not what we saw last night. So a uh, pretty, you know, it's pretty lackluster main event. And, you know, I guess the big takeaway that, that comes after that is that Amanda Nunes retires as the double champ. 
in the women's bantamweight and the women's featherweight division. And so she called it quits last night after the fight. And so we got to see, you know, that, that show and for her to retire in Vancouver after defending the belt, said she didn't want to leave it to Juliana Pena, so she didn't. And now she goes out as a champion. That's the way you, want, you should go out. Uh, so I, I commend Amanda Nunes for that, that uh, not hanging on. And, uh, you know, she's kind of done everything that she can possibly do. Uh, not, you know, it looks like there's not a big crop of contenders for her because um, it, there just would have been that trilogy with Pena, which I'm sure that Juliana Pena is really frustrated with that. Um, so you're going to look at a, a, a potential future champion at 135 who's been beaten by Amanda Nunes. And so, um, you know, there's something that, to be said for, for that title uh, being vacant, that, that it's going to be filled by somebody who, who couldn't beat the champion. And well, Pena did beat the champion. So we'll, we'll see what happens with that. And a couple of interesting things of note. One thing I saw today is that Aaron Blanchfield may move up to 135 and take a shot at that title. So uh, you, you think that the top contenders now, with Aldana kind of out of the picture uh, and others with fights coming up, see how Juliana Pena heals with that broken rib. So you're thinking Pena and Holly Holm and Raquel Pennington. So uh, and then you can throw Blanchfield in there if you want to. Uh, we'll see how that all shakes out over the next you know few weeks, months. So we look at the co-main event, which – was the main event for, for a lot of people. And it was uh, number one, Charles Oliveira, the former lightweight champion, taking on number four, Benil Dariush. And uh, th- this one, I was reading a story about this earlier, and uh, somebody with you know with a lot more MMA journalism experience than I have. I mean, I do have a journalism degree, and I have written sports for a long time, and I thought this was kind of careless. They said that, that Oliveira dominated from the opening bell, and you know, got the got the finish on Dariush, but Dariush was winning the round until he wasn't. I mean, it started off that Dariush controlled the t- first two two and a half minutes of the fight, and you know, then he got caught. Uh, Oliveira caught him, and uh, with you know just under a minute left in the first round, was able to finish him with punches. So um, I thought I just thought that was a weird thing for you know a respected UFC publication or an MMA publication to, to say that Oliveira was dominant. I, I don't think that was the case at all. I think Dariush uh, had a pretty good game plan and, and wasn't afraid of the guard of, of Charles Oliveira and held his own in there and I thought did a good job with that. But then when they got back onto the feet where Dariush was supposed to have the advantage, Oliveira caught him and was able to, to get a nice win. I mean, it, it wasn't – you know, it wasn't dominant from bell to bell, but it was dominant for that last minute of the fight. So, a really impressive win for Charles Oliveira. And we'll see a, a nice card that we pulled last week from Charlie Olives. And that was kind of the best one out of our out of our case so far. And we'll get a good look at that one coming up. I think that was spoken for, though. So, uh, that one went out the door today. So, so happy to, to get that in somebody's hands. That's what, what we're here to do. And I'll say that when we get to that part of the show. Uh, it would go going on with the the main card from last night, uh, welterweight matchup between Mike Malott and Adam Fugit, and Mike Malott getting the submission in the second round, a really impressive victory for him. Just looks like he's going to be really hard to stop in that welterweight division, and really made, he made it six and zero for the Canadians last night, and that's what he wanted to do. 
on, you know, one to show off in front of the, the home crowd. And it got him, got it done. The Canadians going 6-0. and So it's pretty impressive. It was kind of like uh, the first UFC event I went to was UFC 222 in Boston. They had five Boston guys on that card. And they went 5-0. and And so it's kind of kind of interesting how they stack those up. I remember Rob Font, and I don't know, I know he is, but uh, Calvin Cater was on that that card. They all won, and so so it's nice to see the the hometown guys getting it done. Also on that card, uh, Danny Gay taking care of business against Nate Landwehr, holding him out of the top fifteen in the lightweight division, getting a unanimous decision, and also one of the other Canadians, Mark Andre Barrio, getting a unanimous decision over Eric Anders in the middleweight division. I think one of the disappointing things from last night was the middleweight matchup. is a top 15 matchup between uh, Nasruddin and Mavov, who's a rookie in the, the Panini products, the card products that were opening. Also, Chris Curtis is too. So number 12 against number 14, that ends in a no contest with Mavov catching Curtis with a headbutt. Um, you know, just inadvertent, just heat of the battle. Uh, but, you know, that pretty disappointing with that matchup being so anticipated between those two and really standing out on the prelims. Uh, I think the, the other thing of note that happened last night, uh, Jasmine Jasuda Vicious women's flyweight matchup defeating number 15, Miranda Maverick. So Jusada Vicious should be ranked next week. And, and that was a pretty impressive performance. I was uh, kind of ca- caught it out of the corner of my eye. Um, you know, I was just trying to get back before the, the main card started and I was out somewhere and watching that one, and you know, I could tell that that Jasuda Vicious was was winning the fight just from what with the sound off and and being from a little bit of a distance and, and what I could watch. So uh, ended up uh, on the scorecards closer than I than I thought it was. Uh, but anyway, uh, Jasuda Vicious is going to be ranked next week, so um, we'll see what happens when those rankings come out. But that, that's really the highlights from last night. I just take away that that Nunez goes out the champion, and we'll see what happens with the women's bantamweight division going forward. So as we run through the schedule for the next few months, we'll look at next week. we got a fight night coming up from the Apex in Las Vegas. It's going to be a middleweight matchup between number four Jared Cannonier, number three Marvin Vittori. Both have challenged for the title before. Um... That's really the highlight of that one uh, fight night on June 24th in Jacksonville, Florida. Big one between number five, Josh Emmett, number nine, Ilya Tapuria, and the featherweight division. Also, a women's strawweight matchup between Macy Barber and Amanda Hebus. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, fight night on July 1st in Las Vegas, again at the Apex. Uh, Sean Strickland against Abbas Magomedov. Um, that card really hasn't filled out a whole lot yet because it's right before International Fight Week. It's kind of in a weird spot. Um, but not a whole lot on that card yet. Everything else kind of filled out a little bit more than that one, which is kind of interesting. UFC 290, like we said, International Fight Week July 8th from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Featherweight championship on the line. Unification bout between Alex Volkanovsky and the interim champion Yair Rodriguez. We've got the flyweight championship on the line between Brandon Moreno and number two ranked Alexander Pantoja, who has beaten Moreno before. Middleweight matchup, number two, Robert Whitaker against number six, Drakus Duplessis. Uh, lightweight matchup, number 10, Jalen Turner, number 11, Dan Hooker. And rounding out the main card, a middleweight matchup between 
Bo Nickel and Treshawn Gore. So Bo Nickel, kind of the hottest rookie in the card products this year. And we'll get to our hobby top five later on in the show. We unveil that every week. And I'm sure that Bo Nickel will factor into that somewhere. Uh, also, interesting to me, welterweight matchup, uh, Sean Brady against Jack Della Maddalena, number nine against number 14. That one's a really good matchup. And then, you know, it's something kind of overlooked, a light heavyweight matchup between uh, number 14, Jimmy Crute, and Alonzo Minifield. They went to a draw uh, a couple of months ago, and they're going to run that one back. So I think that one's kind of interesting on that card. It looked like a good matchup. Uh, everybody's kind of enjoying that fight, but um, ended up as a draw. So then you get to fight night July 15th in Las Vegas at the Apex, and this is where that women's bantamweight uh, vacant title is going to start factoring in. Uh, number three, Holly Holm against number 10, Myra Bueno Silva. Uh, so Holly Holm could put herself in a spot to you know, challenge for an interim or for that vacant bandweight title. So uh, with an impressive showing, see what happens with her. Um, you see Juliana Pena and Raquel Pennington, like, like I said. Um, then we get to fight night July 22nd in London. Number five, Tana Maspinall against number 10, Marcin Tibura, heavyweight matchup. We've also got Molly McCann on that card. Ketlin Vieira, Panikian's odd women's bandweight matchup. Ketlin Vieira's number four. So that, as you can see, these things are, are going to start to come together over the next couple of months. So that's number four gets number seven. And then we look a little bit further. UFC 291, July 28th in Salt Lake City. We've got uh, the BMF title on the line in the lightweight division. Number two, Dustin Poirier against number three, Justin Gagey. And the co-main event, number three, Jan Blahovich against Alex Pereira, the former middleweight champion, making his light heavyweight debut. So that's pretty exciting. Tony Ferguson against Bobby Green, lightweight matchup. Uh, Paulo Costa. Ikram Aliskarov, middleweight matchup. And then uh, Stephen Thompson against Michelle Pereira, welterweight matchup. Derek Lewis back in action. Also, Michael Chiesa against Kevin Holland. Uh, then we look at fight night, August 12th at the Apex in Las Vegas. Welterweight matchup between number nine, Rafael Dos Anjos, and number 10, Vicente Luque. And further down the line, UFC 292, August 19th in Boston. We do have, this is the one fight that was added this week. We'll kind of keep our eye on some more, hopefully this week. Um, but we know the main event. We know the co-main. Uh, champion Aljamain Sterling is number two, Sean O'Malley, for the Bantamweight title. Uh, women's strawweight, the champion Zhangwei Li taking on number four, Amanda Lemos. And the, the one fight that was added to that card this week, Chris Weidman making his return to the middleweight division against Brad Tavares. He'll be on that card. And also we know that fight night on September 2nd is going to be in Paris. So... Uh, expect to see maybe Serial Gone return to action there, perhaps. And then uh, UFC 293, we know that's September 9th in Sydney. Don't know anything else about it. It uh, really hasn't been announced that it's in Sydney, but it's kind of a poorly kept secret. And then UFC 294, October 22nd in Abu Dhabi, uh, probably looking at an Islam Makachev title defense, um, possibly against Charles Oliveira, possibly against the winner uh, of Poirier and Gagey. So, uh, maybe a little quick turnaround on that Poirier Gagey matchup. So it may just be Charlie Olives by default. So that'll be fun to watch. Um, I think we'll all want to see that it run back again, see if Oliveira can fare better the second time around. 
So that's about it that we have for the fight schedule. All the fight cards that are filled out and coming up. And so we transition into our card segment here on the show. And so every week we unveil the Hobby Top 5, and that is the top five hottest fighters at the moment, the the fighters that people are buying in breaks, people that are shelling out a lot of money for these fighters' cards, and the you know the best rookies. Some of them aren't, but our top five is kind of filled with a few rookies, and nothing's really changed this week, so we've still got the, the same top five if you've been with us before. You won't be too surprised, uh, but just really nothing, nothing. No results last night have, have changed anything. Nothing this week would would change that top five at all. So let's just go through it now. Well, I think that slide is not going to work today. That's too bad. So. We'll just talk about that. We'll have that ready for next time. Maybe it'll change a little bit. But anyway, we'll go through the, the hobby top five. So number five is Alex Pereira. He is the former middleweight champion, making his light heavyweight debut soon. But really interesting for a rookie to, to win a, a championship and lose it before the cards even come out. So um, Pereira probably would have been higher up on this list had he not lost to Izzy. Uh, number four, Aaron Blanchfield. And the only female that's ever been on our hobby top five, one of the hottest rookies in this product. Uh, number three is not a rookie, but it's Hamzat Shemaev. Uh, number two, also not a rookie, um, but his rookie cards are probably the most sought after Shavkat Rachmanov from last year's product. And number one, we mentioned him earlier and kind of gave that away. Number one in this product this year is Bo Nickel. So he's number one on our list, and he remains in that top spot for at least another week, and we'll see what happens when the Donruss product comes out and see if that changes anything. I doubt it, but, you know, you never know. That's why we do it every week. So I do want to mention a few other things before we, we open one of these boxes of Prism. So if you subscribe to the show, at some point we're going to start giving away cards. And that's just my thank you to, to everybody who's been with us from the beginning, everybody who's, who's joining up early. Uh, I just want to say thank you for, for stopping by. And we're going to give away cards at some point. Uh, we've got to get some, some more subscribers so it's a little more spread out, a little more uh, interesting. So we're gonna, we've got seven fighter lots, so seven people are going to win a lot. And this is seven different fighters, and each lot is at least ten cards, uh, two of them John Jones and Holly Holm are more like 20, and, but every lot contains a numbered card. So John Jones is, is one of the lots. we got Jan Blachowicz, Justin Gagey, uh, Robert Whitaker, Glover Teixeira, and then on the women's side, we've got Holly Holm and Misha Tate, and the Misha Tate's lot contains two numbered cards. So we're going to give those away at some point. I used to bring them out, but, I mean, that's a lot of cards at this point. Um, so... We're going to give those away. So if you know anybody that would be interested in this show, um, just have them stop by and subscribe and just check it out. That's all I ask. Just give us a chance, 
and, and check out the show and see how it is. We're going to be making improvements as we go along. Uh, you know, this 20th episode, and we're just going to try to keep making things better. Uh, we're going to be changing over to a different software, uh, hopefully sometime soon, that we'll be able to have the ability to get guests on pretty easily, and we'll have some people on. So looking forward to that and making the show better and all these changes. Um, can't get here fast enough, and I just want to say thank you for everybody uh, who's been here from day one or, you know, just just for the first time today. So thanks a lot for that. Um, and just if you do want to be a, a fan or a friend of the show and you want to help out, I do have some cards that have a QR code. Um, you can keep these on you. You know, if you go somewhere and watch fights, if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings or, or if you go to Twin Peaks, somewhere like that to watch fights, that you can keep this on you and people can just scan this with their phone and it'll go straight to the show and they can subscribe. And that'll get those numbers up and, you know, just, just really build this show and, and grow. And so um, if you want to help, if you want a card, I can send this your way. And you can tell me your favorite fighter. I'll probably throw a card in there with it. Um, so just let me know. Uh, would really appreciate it if you get out there and, and let people know that, that we're here. Just trying to grow it the best way we can. Uh, organically, you know, isn't always the fastest, but um, we're just going to be consistent. We've been here at 9 o'clock Central every Sunday. We haven't missed one yet, so um, been really proud of the, the fact that we've been here and doing what we say we're going to do. So with that, we are going to open. We're, we're going to look at back at our hits from the from the first six boxes. Uh, we're not going. We don't have all of them because we have sold some of them, and everything on the show is available. So if you see something that, that you like, you just reach out to me, uh, either at my email address, russ at orange-fire.com, or on social media at Fight Cards Russ or at Orange Fire Media. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Russ Renault or Orange Fire Media. All that works. Um, so if you see anything that you like, just let me know. And Because um, we've been moving a lot of stuff lately. Um, been pretty aggressive getting it out there. I wanted to get the 22 stuff out the door. I've still got a little bit left, but not a whole lot. Um, the 23 stuff has been doing really, really well. Um, and, and the reason why I talk about that is just that everything that, that sells goes right back into the show. So it, it's paying for more cards. It's paying for, you know, like I said, we're changing over software soon. And so it just goes to pay for all that, getting this show off the ground. That is what uh, these card sales are, are mostly for this first year. Um, you know, we're just the the reason why we're trying to turn a big profit is just to put it all back into the show here. Um, so you know, we're just not trying to be the the best card dealer in town. We're trying to be the best show in town, um, and and that's the way we do it is is by moving some of the the bigger cards that we hit. So uh, with that said, let's look at at the autographed and numbered cards that we have. It's a bigger stack than I had last week. So um, let's just start with the best cards first. Um, like I said, we hit this uh, Charles Oliveira Dominance Gold 10 of 10 bookend uh, last week. That was our big one. And um, I think that's kind of the biggest one so far uh, for sure. And somebody's already claimed that, and I do appreciate that for sure. Um, that was a big one. I'm glad we can we can get that into into a fan's hand. Um, so we have a couple of redemptions. This one's from last week. 
This was our other our other hit. So we got throwback signatures, uh, redemption from Israel Adesanya. Um, let's see here. We got another redemption. We've already redeemed both of these. Waiting for these to come back. We'll be waiting for a while, I'm sure. Um, but we got a champion signatures, a BJ Penn. So um, two redemptions so far. Let's take a look at what else we've got. A lot of legend signatures, by the way. We, we've been hitting legends um, like crazy. And you'll see here, uh, Matt Brown, legendary signature silver. Uh, Tank Abbott, legendary signature silver. Got a Matt Hughes, legendary signature. Uh, this one came out of last week's box, Mark Kerr. Legendary signature. This is our case hit so far. It's our lowest numbered card. The Oliveira is a better card, but had this Damon Jackson uh, octagon prism. So it's a rookie card for Damon Jackson. Got a few Tabitha Ricci. So we got an orange. Got a ruby red wave. Got a whole bunch of base. Two, three, four, five. Got five base. Tabitha Ricci cards. Got a couple of, got a Sergei Pavlovich orange. Got the blue wave. Got Johnny Walker. Got a purple of 149, a couple of silver prisms. Yeah, Mike, I did, uh, it's, I did sell the, the Charles Oliveira right, right before the show. Um, sorry about that. Um, let's go. Uh, Israel Adesanya, purple out of 149. So like I said, uh, you can use the, the chat box. Austin, Mike in there. Um, usually John's in there too, John. And I had a really good conversation while we were while I was opening that box last week, and I really appreciated it. it made the show better, I thought. Uh, we've got Tai Tua Vasa Purple, 149. Got a Hyper to go along with it. I do sell those as lots. Uh, I do put those in there. Usually you buy the, the better card, and I just include the other one with it. So i got a Jorge Masvidal Blue. Those are numbered to 175. We've got the... Chidi and Jaquani, blue, got the, also got the blue wave and a hyper. So uh, got all of those in Jaquani's. Cyril Gone blue, 175. Vicente Luque, blue. Got the Sean O'Malley, red. Those are numbered to 199. Also got the silver, Sugar Show. Uh, Jamal Hill, light heavyweight champion, red. So got Song Yudong, got the red and the ruby red wave. And just a few more to go through. Uh, Yair Rosenstrike, red. Yair Rosenstrike, cracked ice. And Yair Rosenstrike, ruby red wave. Got Yan uh, Xiaonan, red. And Saeed Yakub Kakramanov, red. And Volkan Ozdemir, red. So, we've also got 
um, kind of paired this up. You can find these. I also have a store on eBay. It's called um, Orange Fire. Lots of lots. You can go on eBay and um, also got a, a pink ice to go along with this one from last year. Um, sorry, Mike, I don't have any other Charles for sale. I've sold all those recently. He, he's pretty popular. He can almost make it into that hobby top five. Um, and especially after a performance like last night. So we'll put those aside. Get a quick drink here. And we'll get into to opening this box of, of Prism. So here we go. We'll put one of these aside. Save it for next week. And we'll also, if you're just joining us late, we'll be opening. We didn't get the, the Donruss box in this week. Kind of went out a day late from Panini. So that's going to push us back to, to getting it on Tuesday. So... So we'll have them for next week's show. We'll open a box of each. That'll leave us with four boxes of Prism to open it sometime later. to beat the Damon Jackson Octagon Prism and the Charles Oliveira Dominance Gold. So um, I pulled that back card to the front just because it's usually anticlimactic after you get to the to the autos and the numbered cards. They, they leave you with that last card and it just kind of gets thrown in. So um, sometimes you end up with three numbered cards in, in one pack though or, or three colors. Um, so, uh, we've got a Carlos Barza Fearless. I go through them all because we do put the audio on at, right after the show. So you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, wherever else you get your podcast. So if you're listening in the car and you hear us opening cards and you hear something that you're interested in, that you can come back and look at the YouTube feed, um, go back and look and see that card for yourself and see if you're interested in it. So that's why we go through everything. We even go through the base just in case um, somebody's interested in something. So here we go. Cheyenne Blissmas, Alzheimer Sterling, Jalen Turner, Sergey Pavlovich, Benil Dariush, Tony Gravely, Randy Brown, Paul Craig, Marlon Barra, and we've got Robert Whitaker, red. And just for those who, have, who know about the, the Fighter Lot giveaways, so we kind of start over with every year product. So uh, we're not really adding any more to those lots. Um, so that, that this red of 199 is not going to make it in there. 
Then we've got a rookie card here, Ruby Red, uh, Ala Tengeli. I think we have a base of all the rookie cards this year. And we've got a couple of Hasbolas that we're holding on to for right now. We've got a few things we're holding on to. Just um, hadn't decided what I want to do with the Tabitha Reaches yet. I can definitely be talked out of anything. <laughs> Mike, I got you, man. So that back card, Tito Ortiz Dominance, uh, Macy Chason, Tony Ferguson, Rafael Fazeev. Oh, back to back. Look at that. It's weird. Uh, Jonathan Pierce, Rosanami Yunus, Chidi Njaquani, Tyler Santos, Derek Lewis, and Azamat Mirzakhanov. Silver, and we'll go back through all everything that all the colors, all the autos, all the numbered cards. We'll go through all of those at the end of the show. So, recap so there we go. The, the other color in here is a Blue Wave, Melsic, Bagdasarian. Probably getting pretty close to a full set of all the inserts as well. So in these hobby boxes, if you're joining us for the first time, you're looking for um, two autographs per box. So there we got a Daniel Cormier Dominance, Manon Firon, Umar Nurmagomedov, Raquel Pennington, Javi Basharat, Stephen Thompson, Jamal Hill, Matt Hughes, Josiane Nunez, Holly Holm, and we got a numbered Yair Rodriguez. So the red. 199. It's got a couple of champions in this pack. Do have a few Yair Rodriguez cards been holding on to, to waiting for a numbered card, so that'll go nicely with that. 124 of 199, and then the hyper Leon Edwards.
fourth pack here. Bring them back card up. Israel Adesanya all out. Nikita Krilov. Marcin Tibura. Leon Edwards. Tatsura Tyra. Surreal Gone. Marab Devalishvili. Jared Cannonier. Song Yadong. Norma Dumont. And we got a GSP Silver. And Aljamain Sterling, Ruby Red Wave. go. Uh, Sean O'Malley Fearless. No, we didn't have one of those. Derek Brunson, Martin Bude, Josh Emmett, Henry Cejudo, Anderson Silva, Marina Rodriguez, Lauren Murphy, Philip Rowe, Alice Gobkes-Reeve, We've got a mojo right here. Make it something good. Bryce Mitchell. So Bryce Mitchell mojo. And that decent next card. <laughs> so we hit a our first mojo last week was a Brock Lesnar, and that one was sold pretty quick too. So Bryce Mitchell with the mojo. 15 of 25 on that one. And here we go with a Bo Nickel Hyper with a nice friendly print line right below his neck. And also a pretty bad uh, top loader there. Let's change that one out. This is a bad deal all around on that one. It's the first time I've ever snapped a top loader. Here we go. Halfway through after this pack. So, haven't pulled an auto yet. Pulled the one mojo. Pull that back card forward. Anderson Silva dominance. Abubakar Nurmagomedov. Dominic Cruz. Brian Ortega. Adrian Yanez. Zhang Wei Li. 
Sean O'Malley, Molly McCann, Andre Petrosky, Tisha Torres, uh, Saeed Nurmagomedov Silver, And Jalen Turner with a ruby red wave. So we got halfway through this hobby box without either one of our autos. It's kind of happened on the show. It's kind of been the way it's been. You know, wait till the second half. I think we're seeing a few more of the insert cards that we haven't seen before, though. Filling out some of those sets. If anybody's interested in those, I make a pretty good deal on, on some base cards. <clears throat> I'd love to move them. So here we go. Pat card first. Misha Tate, all out. I think that's another one we haven't seen yet. Israel Adesanya. Nasruddin Imavov, Anthony Smith, Yuri Prohachka, Uriah Faber, Saeed Nurmagomedov, Macy Barber, Kamara Usman, Islam Makachev, and got a silver Lucas Almeida. And last card in this one, Paul Craig Blue Wave. So five packs left. So two of them should be good. We hope. Don't get don't get a dud hobby box. So Valentina Shevchenko fearless. Another Aaron Blanchfield base rookie. Got a few of those. Pat Sabatini. Jack Hermanson. Damon Jackson. Roe Rosas Jr. Another Hasbulla Magomedov, got about four of those. Euros Medic, Renat Fakradetinov, Casey O'Neill, and we get to our color. Got a, another Vulcan Ozdemir, so uh, what did we show earlier? We got a purple Vulcan and a, a pink ice from last year. So purple from 23. A pink ice from 22. Maybe that, it was a red. Excuse me. It was a red on the Vulcan. You know, it was interesting. I, I was looking up the, the two events that I went to. It was uh, UFC 220 in Boston and um, Fight Night here in Houston. Uh, 
after that. And Ozdemir was on both those cards. Just thought it was coincidence. Love for something to come back this way soon in Houston. It's been weird. Uh, usually, you know, there's event pr pretty regularly in Houston, but they had a, a pay-per-view last year, I believe, and haven't been back yet. Um, so here we go, the last card in there, uh, Justin Gaethje, Ruby Red Wave. So still no auto. Four packs to go. So here we go. Hall monitors, Tito Ortiz, Amanda Nunez, Jan Blahovich, Shavkal Rachmanov, Brandon Moreno, Carol Hosa, Jack Della Maddalena, Daniel Cormier, Bo Nickel. Those two have been in the same pack every time. Just the way they're divided up. Amanda Hivas. I think we got an auto after this Uriah Faber silver. Another Matt Hughes. <laughs> this one's numbered though. It's a red. So we've got two Matt Hughes autos. And at least they gave us a color. Any Matt Hughes fans can stock up on autos right here on the UFC Fight Cards podcast. So three packs to go. One of the autos out of the way. Sometimes I just hope that the other one's just the last pack. But probably gonna get them back to back right here. Now that I said that, spoke it out loud. So here we go. Kamara Usman, all out. Chris Barnett, Alex Perez, Chow Barallo. Yeah, you're Rodriguez, Corey Sandhagen, Marvin Vittori, Jorge Masvidal, Glover Teixeira, Chris Curtis, and Josh Emmett with the orange. That's number to 99. Now this box has not been that exciting and even more so the fact that the Bo Nickel Hyper has a print line on it. Even more disheartening. So um Marcin Tibura Hyper's got that same got a, that same print line, same spot. 
And I would send them in, but you got to wait a long time. I had a Habib last year select tie-dye octagon side. It had a print line, and this is such a good card that I sent it in. And that was last July, so we're almost maybe even June, June or July. So we're coming up on a year. Haven't heard anything from Panini on that. Um, pretty disappointing with a card that good. Um, here we go. Uh, one more pack after this one. Michael Morales. Oh, let's pull that back card out. Sorry. We've got our auto there. Uh, Conor McGregor. Fearless. Michael Morales. Kyler Phillips. Tied to Avasa. David Dvorak, Calvin Cater, Alexa Grasso, Vulcan Ozdemir, Curtis Blades, Joe Pfeiffer, kind of Jan Shannon Silver. We do have another auto here. And it is Brian Ortega. Stuck to another card. Oh, we got two autos in the same pack. They were stuck together. That's interesting. <laughs> so uh, we end up with three autos in this hobby box. Uh, Brian Ortega and Joe Selecki base autos. Joe Selecki's auto is awful. <laughs> It's a rookie auto if I ever saw one. Uh, T-City. Not bad at all. I saw the, the Joe Selecki first. I'm like, man, this box is... I mean, Ortega's not... You know, at least he's... He's, you know, fought for a belt recently. Um, wait for him to come back, but... Um, getting three autos out of this box makes up for it a little bit not much just considering that's not the greatest now, I'm not talking about fighter wise it's just a terrible signature and I, I mean I get it though you, you sign 100 500 of those stickers um, probably just trying to get it over with but Joe Selecki mailing that one in So, kind of like to keep these together. We do build lots out of, you know, the, the color that we pull. So, we have a Yanshan on red. We'll put that with it. Sell those together. Ends up being, you know, you, you pay for the, for the bigger of the two cards and you end up getting the other stuff that I have for free. Basically, that's basically the way it works out. <clears throat> Do you like to make good deals for people? So last pack, and I'm uh, not anticipating any more autos out of this. Uh, so let's just look for, for a good, good low number. 
hopefully. So Dominic Cruz, Dominance, Mark Madsen, Sean Brady, Michelle Watterson, Max Holloway, Karine Silva, Francis Ngannou, Pedro Munoz, Alexander Volkov, Jan Shannon, and get a nice little Brandon Moreno purple, 149. See if Emmanuel wants that one. Usually does. So, Moreno will be fighting here on International Fight Week in about a month. Taking on Alexander Pantoja. And our last color card in this box. All of these. Just with that print line. Same spot on all the hypers. Daniel Cormier. So that box was my least favorite out of the seven that we've opened. Um, the only redeeming quality, we're getting the uh, extra autograph in there. Um, none of them amazing. Um, certainly not like last week's box. Um, so let's go back through these. These This underwhelming box but you know you're gonna get that we've got a case so you're gonna have one that, that just kind of underwhelms you but um we'll we'll make it we'll make it work uh we just have we still have fun uh robert whitaker red uh alita gailey the ruby red wave azamat mirzakhanov silver melsic bagdasarian blue wave yeah, your Rodriguez red, one ninety nine. Leon Edwards with a hyper. George St. Pierre silver. Aljamain Sterling, ruby red wave. Uh, we've got our mojo with Bryce Mitchell. Got some other color Bryce Mitchell. That's the first numbered one. Hopefully there's a good Bryce Mitchell fan out there. There's our Bo Nickel hyper print line. I could have redeemed that box by itself had it not been for that print line. Said Nurmagomedov, silver. Jalen Turner with the ruby red wave. Lucas Almeida, silver. Paul Craig, Blue Wave. Vulcan Ozdemir, Blue. Number to 175. Justin Gaethje, Ruby Red Wave. Matt Hughes, Auto, Legendary Signatures, Red. That is numbered 2 out of 99. Uriah Faber, Silver. Josh Emmett Orange, number to 99. That's right. Yes. Number 54 out of 99. Marcin Tibura, Hyper. 
print line, all of them. All the hypers in this in this one have it. Uh, then we get to our other autos that were back to back. They were stuck together. Brian Ortega, just a base auto, but we'll take it. Um, so we've got three out of this box. Brian Ortega and Joe Selecki with a rookie auto. So Matt Hughes with a red, Brian Ortega, Joe Selecki, base. Um, Jan Shannon, silver. Uh, Brandon Moreno, purple of 149. That was numbered 26 of 149. And the last one in this box. And Daniel Cormier, hyper. All those hyper prisms in this box had print lines on them. So there we go with the three auto box. And it's, like I said, it's probably the most underwhelming out of all of them. That's the interesting part of it. Well, that is box number seven of our case of 2023 Prism. And I really hope that you enjoyed watching the show and talking about ufc 289 looking forward to, to the other events coming up soon um like i said we got fight night coming up this next weekend with jared cannonier marvin vittori middleweight matchup that should be a good one um then you know as we look forward you know next pay-per-view on july 8th international fight week we kind of building up to that so uh really looking forward to to that huge card coming up um, but all, all the other stuff too. We li I, I like watching all of it. Um, just don't get to watch all of it all the time, like I wish I could. But uh, just other things that we have going on. Uh, but we, we do follow everything pretty closely. Do catch most of the main cards, especially on the pay per views, um, so that we know what we're talking about when we come here on the show and uh, really watch those a lot more closely. But uh, really appreciate everybody stopping by. Uh, make sure you subscribe and get entered into those card giveaways because we're going to be giving those away at some point. Um, just got to get those numbers up. Um, and and I, I say that not just because we want big numbers. It's just, you know, we're just trying to grow the show and want people to come in here and and just have a place to, to talk about fights and, and just open some cards so that you don't have to go buy into an expensive break. Um, you can come in here and you see a card and you can buy the card. That you don't have to uh, win the lottery to, to get it. Um, you just come in here and, and you see it. Be the first one to, to get in touch with me, and it's probably yours. We'll, we'll work something out. Uh, you can reach me at Russ at orange-fire.com, and you can reach me on Twitter at Fight Cards Russ or at Orange Fire Media. You can find me on Facebook, Russ Renault, R E N E A U, or Orange Fire Media. You can find me all those places, and we can work out a deal any of those places. And like I said, this isn't just a wheeling and dealing show. It, everything that I sell this year will go back into this, making this show better, getting uh, the software we need to get guests on. And as soon as I can get that, then we'll, we'll start rolling, start working on that, and uh, just making this the best show it can be, uh, which is what I try to do every week and, and try to get a few more people on board every single week. And I hope you're out there. Uh, help If you enjoy the show, I hope you're helping. Um, I'd really appreciate it. And I really look forward to the show every week and just hanging out with y'all. And uh, next week should be great. Um, I, I'm really sorry that we couldn't do it this week. 
uh, just waiting on that case of Donruss coming in. Um, I really wanted to do that, that double rip. So we'll have to save it for next week because uh, it should be here on Tuesday. I was hoping to have it, you know, yesterday or, or the day before, but uh, Panini got those out a little bit late. And that's a, the other weird thing. I've been looking on uh, Panini's website for the checklist, and um, that's not even up yet. But I know they've had a, a lot of issues. Uh, had the break-in a, a couple of weeks ago where um, they had a lot of their stuff destroyed, so some of those things may take a little bit longer to, to come back online. Uh, things like checklists may be one of those things that uh, kind of lost in that fray. Um, got got a, some lawsuits going on with Fanatics. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that and make that a topic on the show uh, pretty soon. Um, but, but yeah, because we do want to hit on some of the hobby news and, and talk about some of those events as it relates to, to what we're doing here on the show. So, and that, that's part of it. You know, a break in can uh, set things back a little bit. And so we hope Panini's uh, getting it together, doing well. Um, and, you know, that the, they're kind of regrouping after that. And we wish them the best because they supply everything that, I mean, they're not supplying directly to us. We're buying it. But, um, you know, they do make the products that we open here on the show. And we do appreciate that because uh, they do hold the rights to UFC. And so that's what we got right now. And and we enjoy it. So um, I enjoy it. And I enjoy having you here. And um, just let everybody know uh, that where we are every Sunday night right here, 9 p.m. Central uh, on YouTube. And then you can find us on um, all the audio podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, let everybody know, and uh, let's grow this community together. And I really appreciate you stopping by here on another Sunday night and making us part of your week. I hope you have a great week, and I hope that you will join us next week where we will have the double rip of Prism and Donruss right here on the UFC Fight Cards Podcast. I'm Russ Renault. Good night, everybody, and we'll see you next week.